Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another exciting edition of GACC South Unplugged, a transatlantic talk with CEO Matthias Hoffman. I am Roger Manus, your moderator. Hi, Matthias. How are you? Hey, Roger. How are you doing? I'm fine. Tremendously well. Yeah, yeah. You, you excited to be back for the second podcast? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, would you mind introducing our guest, please, sir? Sure, sure. So we're sitting here in our room overlooking downtown and midtown Atlanta again. And next to me is Pat Wilson, Commissioner of Georgia, sitting. So fantastic guest for today. Who would have thought in 2020, when I was still in Greece, that I would be sitting here with our Wirtschaftsminister from Georgia? You know, fantastic. Thank you so much for coming back. Oh, it's my pleasure, Matthias. Thank you. How are you, sir? Thanks for being here. Roger, I'm great. Uh, it's a good time to be in Georgia. It's a good time to be doing what we're doing, which is selling a a great product and uh, growing jobs in this beautiful state. And uh, I just can't say enough about the great German chamber, uh, German American chamber and the work that Mateus and the, the team here continues to do. So thank you for uh, inviting me today. It's a fun conversation. Well, happy to have you here, but as a native Georgian, I will say it's always a good time to be in Georgia. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. You are the commissioner of the Georgia department of economic development. Um, so that's pretty important. <laughs> well, so uh, tell, t- tell us, tell us what it is that you yeah. do day in and day out. Well, the beautiful thing about being the commissioner of the Department of Economic Development is there is no typical day. Uh, <laughs> and and the great thing about what we do, and I, um, I, Mateus was with me recently when I was talking about what the department does, because people, of course, know jobs and investment. You know the business recruitment piece, uh, bringing in companies from around the world to the state of Georgia. Uh, but if you looked across departments of commerce and economic development around the country, we actually have one of the biggest uh, as far as our mission. And that includes international trade. It includes tourism. It includes film. It includes the arts. Um, we are a very broad international or very broad economic development office. Um, but the one piece, the thread that ties all that together are we create jobs in Georgia. That is the all of those different divisions um, all have an economic footprint that creates jobs in every corner of the state. So you find yourself working with things like GACC South. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, often. <laughs> yeah, Germany is an amazing market for us and has been for a long time. In fact, uh, the state of Georgia has 12 international offices, but we run our European footprint for the entire continent out of our office in Munich. So, okay, it's interesting, Matthias. You represent Germany, right? And, and you represent the you you have a relationship with the southern U.S. based in Atlanta, though you are. You represent the state of Georgia, and yet you ha- you out have international outreach. That's right. And here we are in the same room in downtown Atlanta, overlooking our great skyline. Oh my gosh! The, the <laughs> offices here for for the listeners; these are the most beautiful <laughs> offices with a great view of the skyline of Atlanta looking from Atlantic Station, and what they also can't see are Mateus's beautiful socks. The man wears <laughs> some really nice, colorful socks. Well, people listening, people listening to us can follow us on social media because we have pictures posted. Oh, good. <laughs> we'll make sure we take a picture of those socks. Uh, so in a, in a sense, you and I chatted briefly beforehand. This is college football country. You're a University of Georgia fan, no as am I. But the, the, the equivalent here I'm looking for is recruiting. Uh, colleges have to recruit athletes. Do you find you are you in a position? Are you recruiting businesses? And if so, what's the sales pitch? Yeah, of course. I mean, just like 
uh, Kirby Smart has to do with the best and the brightest around the country to bring them to the University of Georgia so that we can continue to win championships. Um, <laughs> nice, nice way to get that Yeah, in. exactly. Uh, for all of our friends in South Carolina, Tennessee, and Alabama. <laughs> Um, you know, we have to do the same with companies and we have a great product. Uh, we have amazing facilities, right? I mean, we have, uh, between logistics and connectivity with a, an amazing workforce recruitment, uh, at sources. And then of course, um, our business climate and, and, uh, long-term business climate, we have to go out and pitch companies and develop relationships and bring them to Georgia. And Germany has been a fertile ground for job growth and investment for a long time. Let, let me chime in on that. So during the pandemic, 2020, you know, people had difficulties to travel. And, you know, I got to meet when I arrived here in the U.S., I got to meet uh, Pat Wilson. And did I actually meet him? No, because he was on the road, on, on the airplanes, and guess where he was going. So maybe you can chime in and, and tell the story. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many times have you been during the pandemic in Germany? Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, and, and you know, it, it, I was just talking about this earlier today, that, During the pandemic, it's not like there was a recession. Uh, companies did not experience a downturn. Uh, companies still had needs. They still needed to grow. Uh, we just changed where we focused. Um, we have a, a very strong existing relationship with the free state of Bavaria. Uh, Bavaria sponsored me and was helped me get to Germany so that we could go meet with these companies who could not get to Georgia to talk about sites, to, to get to know the communities, to talk about incentives. And so I went to Georgia, gosh, four, five, six times during the, the pandemic. Or I went to Germany uh, and spent time on the road um, recruiting companies. And we had companies like uh, Gadia in um, Dalton, Georgia, that selected Georgia during the pandemic. It's one of our, uh, one of our great success stories, uh, supplying the automotive industry. Well, they did these in almost the entire site selection process when they couldn't travel. Um, but I was able to get over there and, and talk to them and work with them. And uh, it's amazing that, that these companies continue to grow. And that relationship with Germany grew during a time when we couldn't even get on a, when they couldn't get on a plane to come here. Exactly. And that wasn't the only example, right? I mean, it's Gedea, it's Kirchhoff. That's and now right. our biggest German investment in the state of Georgia, Arubis. Arubis, yeah. That's Georgia. one of just an amazing story, an amazing company. Uh, great people. And, uh, you know, out of Hamburg, um, you know, in the United States, we don't recycle copper. It's amazing that we send all of our copper scrap to Asia uh, to be recycled. And copper is in everything in our lives, from the wiring in your home to your phone to your car. Uh, and so Arubus is an amazing company that sits right in the middle of Hamburg, recycling copper. Hamburg, which is one of the most beautiful, pristine cities in the world, um, so if you talk about a, a recycler of metals, you obviously don't think a clean company. Well, this is this company blows your mind with how amazing they are with technologies that keep them clean. And so we located them to uh, Augusta, Georgia, and uh, they will be recycling copper in the United States and sending that copper back into the supply chain for all the things that we have in our everyday life. But most importantly, as we move into electrification of automotive, of aerospace, uh, copper becomes more and more valuable. It's in that lithium-ion battery. It's in it really. It's the backbone of what makes that battery work. And so they're going to supply uh, the the automotive industry, the battery industry, out of Augusta, Georgia. Well, one of the things that you mentioned COVID, and obviously, we, hopefully, that's in the rearview mirror for everybody. But how did Georgia? 
stand maybe against other states and continuing to grow economically and, and, and lure companies here through that time? You know, we, um, under Governor Kemp's leadership, and I give him a lot of credit because we as a state remained open and he truly believed that every company was essential. Uh, if you are manufacturing, if you are in logistics, um, he uh, made it available for companies to continue to operate. Uh, so there are two things there. A company had to, of course, protect their people and their employees. And they had to, uh, to there was a list of 16 items that they had to meet in order to stay open. Um, they actually put us in charge of nav- helping companies navigate these restrictions. So the Department of Economic Development during COVID was not only recruiting business, we were helping them stay open. Uh, and then the other piece is companies had to continually protect their people. So you know, we had experiences where a COVID outbreak happened on the floor. They had to shut it down and they had to change. Um, the governor was very clear in how he dealt with it. But that, of course, gave us opportunities to continue to recruit during that time. Companies, we've seen it all over the country and all over the world, uh, they came to places where they could remain open. You represent, Matthias, not just Georgia, several states around the South. Exactly. So, so how does Georgia fit into your, from your perspective uh, as, you, as you look at the region? Yeah. So first of all, we have a fantastic collaboration here with the state of Georgia, with Pat Wilson, his team, Governor Kemp, and uh, yeah, basically the whole team. Also with the Munich office, Sergio Dominguez, special mentioning, I think does a great job there for Georgia. But yes, we represent 11 states here in the South. So spanning from North Carolina down to Florida and in the West, including Texas. Yes, we, we definitely call Georgia our home here in Atlanta, you know, sitting here. But yes, in terms of digitalization, uh, we, we do regionalize. So we want to give also power to other states. And, you know, like we have now Commissioner Wilson here sitting with us, you know, but, you know, if we would go to North Carolina or South Carolina or Texas, you know, we, we could have the same situation here. So all of those states that we're collaborating with are super helpful, super supportive, and we have great collaborations there. Do you find that that we collaborate as a state with our neighboring states to, or do we, is it, is it competitive or is it collaborative? Yeah, just like college football. This is very competitive. <laughs> yeah. This is competitive nature yeah. of the sport. Um, you know, the, the good thing is the, the region that Mateus and the uh, German American chamber represent here in the South, it's a very business friendly environment. And whether a company is located in North Carolina or Alabama or Texas and, they're going to get the support that they, they need in order to grow. I just believe that Georgia does it better than anybody else. <laughs> okay, let me chime in on that. Yes, Georgia does it really well. Other states are doing also very good. And from my perspective, I think that you know, for each German company, there is a space here in the United States and especially in the South. Uh, when you were touching on the, the copper and the lithium, you mentioned electric vehicles. Can we go down that road here a little bit? Yeah, of where, course. Where, where do we stand and jobs creation and things like that and the, just the industry itself? So, Roger, you have to think about what the electric or the automotive industry means to Georgia. Uh, obviously, we have Kia Motor Company uh, located in West Point, which is our main OEM. But because of geography and being surrounded by many of our German OEMs with BMW and Greenville uh, with v, uh, Volkswagen in Chattanooga and then Mercedes-Benz in, in Alabama, uh, we have a huge supplier base that is supplying all of those companies. So about 55,000 Georgians right now participate in the automotive economy, um, but that's based on an internal combustion engine. And so one of the things that we have to do 
as state government, as, as representatives of our citizens, is to make sure that they can continue to participate in the economy. Uh, they need the jobs of the future. And this wave of, of electrification is coming. Um, it, it's funny, I, I just told this story uh, very recently that uh, Governor Kemp, in one of his very first international trips, went to uh, Germany. We were in Munich and we were in Stuttgart. Uh, we have two amazing German companies headquartered in Atlanta with Porsche and uh, Mercedes-Benz. We visited with them there. Uh, we spent the entire morning with Mercedes where they were talking about their long-term plans for electrification. Uh, these are the things that they are doing in Alabama and around the world in order to uh, usher in this change. We then go across town to Stuttgart or to uh, Porsche and Porsche does the same, and we toured the, the Tycon uh, the, uh, manufacturing facility. When we got back to the hotel and we all sat around and kind of talking about what we had learned that day, you know, decompressing, and the governor said, it's obvious that this change is happening. We are with two German companies that have spent basically their entire creation in perfecting an internal combustion engine, maybe the best, arguably the best in the world. That internal combustion engine focus has changed, and rightly, we need to change with it. And so uh, that started our real focus on recruiting companies to Georgia that are part of this wave of transition into electrification. And so uh, since that point, and I, I go back to a trip to Germany that really was like a light bulb moment for uh, the state of Georgia, we're really focused on that. And of course, over the last year, uh, we had Rivian and Hyundai, who both uh, both announced that they are going to uh, be manufacturing in Georgia, the largest two projects in the history of the state. Um, but that's just scratching the surface. And you think about all these automotive suppliers that are currently supplying uh, OEMs with an internal combustion engine, they've got to change too. And so we're we're uh, working with them to to usher in that uh, that wave of transition. And to, to, to our listeners, just, just chiming in here, if you're interested in that topic, we're bringing a German delegation in November over to Tennessee um, in Nashville and organize a German-American conference there, exchange B2B meetings, one-on-ones between those delegation companies and American players. So uh, please check our, our website for the for the event date. So from the, from the economic perspective, it's a – we have to transition. It's not just cars. It's how to how to charge the cars. That's it's, right. It's a, it's an infrastructure thing as well, right? That's right. That, that, That's a, that we as a state have to be ready for. That's exactly right. And and obviously, you know, one of the things that uh, you know, in 2010, I did um, the the climate uh, the transatlantic climate bridge exchange with the German government, and we went to Essen, and in Essen we visited RWE, which was at the time focused on charging. So you think about in 2010 in the United States, we weren't really that focused on charging. There is a head start with many of our European partners uh, in in, uh, not only infrastructure, but in uh, the technologies behind it. And so these are things that we can learn from these international relationships that help us move in that direction, because obviously the car is one thing, but you're exactly right. You have to be able to charge it. You have to be able to charge it when you're traveling across the state. We have a very large state. And so if I'm getting in a car in Atlanta, I need to be very sure that I can make it to Savannah on that charge. And if I can't, there's a place that I can uh, do that on the way. Right. Um, 
The world is changing. Uh, but I hope, right. uh, along the way, as we monitor the transition, jobs get created. Some jobs may go away, but they're not really going away. They're being replaced by the new technology, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about your background. How does one become the commissioner of economic <laughs> <laughs> by accident? <laughs> Some governor plucked you uh, yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. but I mean, what, what what was your path? What was your career path? So uh, I am a uh, I, I am an accidental commissioner. And, <laughs> uh, I, I do think it's it's fascinating that I've I've been in politics my entire career and was working for Sonny Purdue at the time and uh, and. And Governor Purdue, I was burned out. I was looking for new opportunities. And he said that you've done a great job selling uh, my policies and the things that we were doing. I think you do a great job selling something that you have a passion for, and that's the state of Georgia. And so he appointed me to economic development in 2010 as a deputy commissioner. And um, I fell in love with what we do. It really is amazing to see the impact that jobs have on communities around the state. And I grew up on a farm in rural North Georgia uh, in a community that needed jobs, uh, a community that saw the textile industry leave. And, uh, and so being able to go back to those communities today and bring jobs and see the impact that that has, I mean, that's generational um, opportunity that you're giving citizens. And so I fell in love with what we're doing. Uh, what, what small town? Franklin Springs, Georgia. It's about 750 people in Franklin, Franklin County. What's the closest big city? Athens. Athens is your closest big city. We are equidistant between Athens and Anderson, South Carolina. Okay. Uh, well, I was born in Armurchi, Georgia, which is outside of Rome. I have to have to. Got you. Um, okay, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. Right now, right? We lost Mateus. I, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you, you're talking a lot about jobs and jobs are definitely a KPI or kind of like the currency for you guys. So so now we see that the German German economy is struggling right now because of energy prices of certain, certain you know, inflation, etc. So we see that when we go to Germany and my director of consulting services just returned from Germany, we're talking to German interested companies in the US market, right? And there's overwhelming demand right now. So usually we're talking to 15, 20 participants. Now it's 50, right? So they come over, potentially invest here, you know? You know, there's jobs being created, but do you have the workforce for it? So what's what's your what's your stance on workforce training programs and maybe also our apprenticeship program? Yeah, Mateus, that's a, an excellent question. Um, and if you ask me what keeps me up at night uh, and any headwinds that I see, I mean, it's workforce. That's the and that's that's not a Georgia specific issue. That's a, an issue that honestly every country in the world is sure. dealing with right now. Um, The good thing is that I think Georgia is well-positioned to help companies transition workforce changes. And I think that this is a dynamic uh, situation with the workforce, that it is truly changing across multiple industries. And so Georgia has a program called Quick Start uh, that was created in 1968. And if you think about where Georgia was in 1968, uh, we were a, a state with a low-skill, low-wage Uh, industry base, mainly around textiles and agriculture. So Quick Start was created in partnership with our technical colleges to help Georgians upskill to jobs that were available, learn a skill, but we're going to put you in something that's available here in Georgia. Now, what that has changed to today is a program that when a company moves to Georgia, the governor can give this as a discretionary incentive where we will embed with that company 
We create a curriculum on how to train the people based on what they need. And then while that company is building their facility, we go through the hiring process and we train them so that day one, when the company starts their machines, they've got uh, a workforce that would be able to run it. And it is a very successful program. And you think we've got you know, over 50 years of experience and billions of dollars invested in, in that program. Uh, it is probably our, if you look at what has made us successful, I think it is the most important aspect in that overall equation that's made us successful because we are helping these companies uh, address what is probably, especially an international company moving into a new market, it's the scariest and most complicated thing to do is hire those original tranche of employees, the people that are going to make you successful. And so I think Georgia's well-positioned to help companies make that transition with workforce. But that is an excellent question. And, I, you know, every southern state is dealing with very similar issues, and everybody has their own way of, of tackling it. I just, again, I feel like Georgia does it very, very well. Mm, great. I mean, when we talk about the recent state of the economy here, that that's the major issue also for our member companies here. And I mean, we have, we have our product at Georgia CAT, the advanced technical training program here. And we thank you very much for supporting that program here as well. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, you brought up the apprenticeship program and I, and I, I'm sorry that I didn't come back around to it because You know, one of the things that we found um, very early, and I, you know, I've been in this uh, in the department since uh, 2010. Um, in about 2013 or so, uh, we took Governor Deal to Germany to only tour existing industry that uh, so like Siemens and Herring uh, companies that uh, have amazing apprenticeship programs so that we could better understand how to get Georgians into something similar. Um, since that time, we have worked really hard with you and your team uh, to create a German-American style uh, or a German-style apprenticeship program here in Georgia. Uh, we're really leaning on our European companies to help us navigate that, and I think that is a great story for European companies that when they come to Georgia, they can participate in this program and have something that uh, obviously they're getting a skilled employee, but it's a, a in a program that they're used to and that they're familiar with. Um, I think that that's a, a big win for, for not only for Georgians and the companies, but really for, um, for this relationship that we have across the Atlantic ocean. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, What about your personal relationship to Germany? I, I heard that you were studying in the neighboring city. I was studying in Bamberg. You were yeah, in Erlangen, right? Erlangen, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I, uh, the University of Georgia has a uh, an exchange program with uh, Friedrich Alexander University in, in Erlangen. And so I, in 1995, when I was a junior at the University of Georgia, I spent a semester in, in Erlangen living with a a wonderful German family who had kids my age and uh, introduced me not only to um, you know, the, the culture and the, and, and, uh, you know, uh, German schooling and language, but I got to inter uh, introduce to German beer and social <laughs> activities as well. Yeah. We have things like the beer diploma that you can do there. So. I think I That's, earned that one. Yeah. <laughs> Highest density of breweries in Europe. over there. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I visited as many as I could, Matthias, too. And I fell in love with Franken wines as well. I'm a, good a big one. fan of Franken wines. Well, how are we? How is the state of Georgia handling and navigating through recession, inflation, 
How, how are we getting by? You know, the, the economy in Georgia right now is booming. Um, we have record, um, record income into our treasury. We have the biggest surplus we've ever had. Triple A bond rating. Uh, you know, the, the state of the state is strong. Uh, the one thing that we cannot control, of course, are external factors coming out of Washington, D.C., and then and really across the world. And we're seeing inflation hit in, in practically every country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matias touched on that earlier. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. So we're conducting across the German chambers of commerce abroad in 92 countries, our world business outlook. And so I, I have some trends here uh, from the U.S. and then that just reflects on, on its booming. You know, companies are very, very positive in terms of their their business development in the next 12 months, right? For the economy development, they're a little bit less positive, you know, but that's basically always a little bit biased. I think, you know, companies always think that they outperform the market kind of, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and in terms of, you know, that's why I was asking also in terms of employment, you know, there's there's almost no company that says like, hey, we're downsizing. You know, everybody wants more staff, wants to, you know, grow here in the market. So, uh, the, well, I think that that's a great point. Um, I just returned from Italy and Germany uh, two weeks ago. I was over um, visiting companies and really, hey man, you're got, you're, your passports get a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have no idea, um, but it's, it's fascinating. We mainly focused on uh, existing industry companies that have uh, invested in Georgia. And, and really I, I love to go and say, thank you. And it's amazing how many times a company says, you know, we're in multiple states and nobody has ever come here just to say thanks. And so one of the interesting things about every company we met in Italy and in Germany was uh, was expanding or looking for new opportunities or nobody was contracting. Uh, and the only hindrance in many cases is how many people can I find to hire? Yeah. We can grow with as many people as we can find. And so, um, you know, these are good problems. And that what I love to do is that, you know, when we meet with these companies is we can go back and now tackle these for them. Like we can go and work on, on their problems so that they can continue to grow. Uh, but it exactly what you said, Mateus, it, you know, the, the, the investment into the U S market is booming across the board. Yeah. And what do you mention in terms of travel? Nice mention, I think. Delta is adding two flights again. That's right. We're coming back. Hometown, right, and to Düsseldorf. Starting are, March 2023. The connectivity to Germany is unmatched out of Atlanta with uh, Düsseldorf, Stuttgart, Frankfurt, and Munich. Right. Oh, and Delta's adding these flights? Delta's uh, adding these flights, yes. Oh, way to go, get, way to go Delta. Uh, well, it is, it's interesting to me that the you said you flew over and basically to say thanks. Uh, the That's kind of a chamber mission as well. It's the face-to-face. -face. It's the networking personal relationships that you build to collaborate and everything grows, right? Sure. Sure. Face-to-face -face also for, I, I guess for, for Pat, it's yeah. even more important, right? But even, even for us as a chamber, you know, and spun across that big region, you know, I'm, I'm also traveling pretty much, and I think I have to, you know, like. Well, because well, yeah, you got to go get those socks somewhere. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so honestly, since since we talked the last time, right? You know, I went to South Carolina, to North Carolina, our Gateway Awards over there. Then I went to 
to Alabama, actually to a NASCAR race, because we're helping build the first German NASCAR team. There's two two entrepreneurs that are starting right now, you know. So we're we're trying to support them in their market entry into into the U.S. market. So I went to Talladega. You know, it was amazing. And, and was that's, a bad, that's a tough day, right? <laughs> that's a tough day, exactly. <laughs> Talladega Boulevard. Over there. Was that your first NASCAR race? Second, uh, oh. I went here in Atlanta as well. <laughs> so so then, can we count you as a NASCAR fan now? I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I know a couple of race drivers now. You know, so okay. let's see about that in the future. You know, maybe maybe we have those E Formula series, you know, right. which are a little bit more sustainable in terms of uh, development. But yeah, uh, then I went to to Houston recently. You know, and, and that's that's a completely different animal, in my yeah. opinion. You know, here we're talking a lot automotive, right, and aerospace, and, and you know, you go to Houston and. And, you know, our member base there is comprised of a lot, a lot of, you know, major stakeholders in the energy sector, you know. Right. So it's super interesting and very important for us, you know, seeing the German development, talking about, you know, even for us as a chamber, we're all around this, but we also have to get deeper into those topics, you know. So did I know before what's turquoise and pink and whatever hydrogen, you know, there's like, I think, <laughs> 20 colors now cruising around. It's good to get to know that. Well, you mentioned some of the things you were up to. You've also got a gala that you guys are preparing for, which is why for people who see pictures of, of this podcast, yes. you are sitting in a Strandkorb that I mispronounced. <laughs> so, so how does it, how's, what's the German? Strandkorb. That, again, that's what you, I said. You're getting there. Next one. <laughs> next one. Uh, so, 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 tell us about the gala and the and the cabana here. Yeah. So, gala is coming up uh, Saturday, 29th of October. All hands on deck here right now. Uh, we already reached 400 participants, so it's a huge gala. You know, it, it, it will be really great. At the same, it's one of the great parties of the year. <laughs> well, and you're a beer aficionado. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. I do give my German friends a lot of credit for do it, knowing how to party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and any other upcoming events that you want to mention, Matthias? Well, or? gala is super important. You know, also you know the silent auction items that we have there. You know, like like you know certain jerseys of German football teams. Delta vacation package, not to Stuttgart, not to Düsseldorf, but to Aruba. You know, which is not bad neither. I would say. So and then what's what's upcoming? Um, we have we have quite a, a bunch of things uh, that we're doing. So one is um, our skills conference, which is the apprentices conference, which you know kind of rotates in the U.S. So this year it's it's Atlanta, November tenth. Super important. All all so kind of topics that we talked about the right work, now. The workforce, workforce yeah, related, right. exactly. Then we're we're heading to Nashville, November fifteenth, for the e-mobility conference, talking also about what you just said: charging infrastructure, battery right. development, etc. You know, with high-level speakers from Mercedes-Benz, from Volkswagen, also from other other companies that are going that route in ter- in terms of e-mobility. You know, like we have one of the super speakers from from FedEx. You know, that they're transitioning their fleet into into e-fleets, and then we continue with you know. Yeah, in November, post midterm election, economic updates. You know that that's going to be interesting for sure. Um, then we're going to upstate Carolina with the consulate <coughs> general, informing the community there about recent developments. And then we have some fun events as well. You know, going going uh, to Austin in Houston, VfB Stuttgart. You know, from the German Bundesliga. You know, is is coming there, and uh, the erste FC Köln. So two <coughs> Bundesliga teams are coming there. We're organizing certain business breakfasts with them. And then we go to Florida, even that in November, photonics delegation. You know, don't ask me about photonics. It's super difficult, right? And, and it's kind of like a, a sector that is 
hard to grasp, you know. But we're bringing eight delegates of German companies to Florida, and you know, again, conference, one-on-one meetings, etc. So super, super excited to do that. And yeah, of course, in Atlanta, a lot of events, Stammtischen, where we drink some beers and then mingle and mix. Um, we have our executive member events uh, at Dematic. Dematic is a, is a great company. A lot of people don't know it. Automization, you know, owned by Kion, a German company, and headquartered here in Atlanta. One of the, you know, like. I guess fastest growing companies in in the automation sector. So, so a lot coming up. But check our event calendar on your website. Yes, exactly. And, and uh, I, I guess, Commissioner, um, just some final thoughts for you from you. Uh, you mentioned the state of the economy is strong, but as as people listening to this podcast, you know, maybe forecast the next three months, six months, if you can, or is that is it hard to look into a crystal ball? Yeah, you know, I guess I'm not seeing any change in this momentum. I mean, I feel like companies are navigating um, how they're dealing with inflation and navigating some of these external factors. Uh, of course, increasing prices and in energy that are that are uh, that we're experiencing across Europe. Uh, but as we said earlier, the need has not slowed down. Companies are having to transition. Um, you know, if you look at the, especially our relationship with Germany, uh, the country, the companies that are in the spaces uh, that are changing the most, and that's renewable energy, uh, automotive, battery technology, German companies have a real proficiency in many of these uh, rapidly transitioning uh, industry areas. That's only going to increase. They're only going to continue to to move in the direction of more manufacturing. Um, and they're following innovation and change because these companies for years have been on the cutting edge of many of these technologies. And so it's an exciting time, honestly, between uh, the country of Germany and, and the United States. Uh, and I think Georgia is well positioned to continue to see success here. Absolutely. And we're welcoming all, all German companies here. I mean, that doesn't mean that they close shop in Germany, right? That's the right. US is an expansion market, you know, so it's an auxiliary market. But hey, these days where where we have those those obstacles in Germany and the German economy is is, is having those obstacles, you know, it, it, it's a great thing to have the United States as such a strong and reliable partner where you can invest in in you know and and you know like kind of you know it's not going well in Germany right now. So hey, the companies can offset that with their investments here in the US. Yeah, Matthias, that is a, a great point and something that. You know, I, I try to drive home when I'm speaking, especially overseas in markets, that this has nothing to do with closing shop and moving to the U.S. This is a, a diversification of your customer base, your supply chain. Your This is actually healthy for the company, and it makes sure that should there be problems in home markets uh, anywhere in the world, that the company is healthy. It can continue to grow because you have that duplication of your supply chain. So I've, it's a that's a great point. And reaching potential millions of additional customers. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Final thoughts, Matthias? Uh, that's com- completely fine. Fantastic second uh, podcast. You know, I knew that we were running out of the energy drink that Lars brought the last time, but I knew that, you know, there's a lot of energy here in person with uh, Commissioner Wilson. So thank you so much, Pat, for coming. Uh, Matthias, thank you for the invitation. Roger, thank you for your help today. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. And, and go dogs. Go uh, dogs. <laughs> uh, for those of you around the world that don't understand that, Google it. It's how we cheer on the local college team. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. You've been listening to the GACC South Unplugged podcast. 
podcast, a transatlantic talk with CEO Matthias Hoffman. And we'd like to thank our guest, Pat Wilson, the commissioner of the Georgia Department of Economic Development. I am Roger Manus. Thank you so much for listening.